Hey, everybody, if you're looking for new fitness equipment to add to what you have and you want to find something that really complements the steel mace that you're swinging already, consider going with freedomstrength.us. They have strongman sandbags, throwing sandbags, uh, all kinds of lifting gear. They have training sandbags, resistance bands, and weight vests, and they have apparel. And if you use the discount code SMN10 at checkout, you're going to get 10% off. You're going to help support the podcast and you're going to help support a good American company right in Pennsylvania, U.S. of A. So check out freedomstrength.us. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Once again is George Wiggins, who is uh, 502 Steel Mace, 502 Steel Mace on Instagram. You could watch him over there. And also, George is a contributor to the Steel Mace Nation, uh, Steel Mace Nation website. If you uh, become a member there and follow along with the workouts, George has a couple of segments there where he runs you through uh, his own unique brand of, of Mace workouts, which is, uh, I thought, Great. You know, um, I, I like uh, watching your videos. You do a good job of uh, instructing everybody. So um, everybody should check that out. But George, uh, we're here to talk about new endeavors with your mace. Uh, what's going on with you? Well, a little bit of a background. I had a back injury about a year ago. And uh, so did some PT, got some stuff taken care of and getting ready to have another surgery. But in the meantime, i Got a really good PT guy that said, keep working out. Don't rest. Rest is the worst thing you can do for your body when you're hurt. Right. So I started experimenting with, with putting heat on my body. So I you know, did the heating pad, went and sat in the sauna for a while. Well, uh, a new gym opened up in my neighborhood, and they've got a hot yoga room. And I thought, you know, I feel really good to get in the sauna. So I get in the sauna, and, you know, I feel good. Well, the hot yoga room's only used two hours out of the day. So I talked to the gym manager. I said, listen, can I bring my mace in here and do a little work? He goes, yeah, feel free. So I started taking my mace in there, and I'll, about 30 minutes a day, I'll go in this hot yoga room. It goes anywhere from about 95 to 105 degrees, but it's it's not like the heat you get outside. It's like a monster penetrating heat. It, it hits right to your bone and muscles. It immediately gives me a feeling of relief from just the general pain that's going on with my injury. And I'm able to go in there and swing, do all sorts of, you know, my normal mace work. I'll do my leg day in there. I'll do ton of 360s, ton of 300s, pullovers, uh, overhead squats, lunges. And being inside that heated environment, my pain has been cut down to almost nothing while I'm in there. So it's a really good feeling. And I would encourage anybody else if they had the chance to try it or if you're in the area and you want to join me one day, Hit me up. I'll be happy to do it with you and just give it a try. It's something new and different that I've found on my own. I mean, obviously, people that are in an area that has no humidity and lots of heat, they probably enjoy this all the time. I don't have that luxury. I'm in the humidity bowl of the Ohio Valley, so you usually walk outside and you're wearing the weather. So it's a it's a different feel altogether. So it's, it's you feel more comfortable being hot in a hot yoga room than you do, say, in just like oh, yeah. a hot August sunny backyard. Most definitely. It's just a controlled environment. So you don't have the, the environmental change of the, of the wind blowing and cooling you down or cooling half your body down because the wind's hitting you on one side. Uh, and obviously, you know, the door's closed. You, 
you don't, you're not going to have, you know, I don't have the dog running up on me to want to play fetch or something or something like that. It's, you know, it's. Did you ever hit just, your dog? Ever hit no, your dog at the mace? <laughs> no, but he, she has knocked it down a few times and they've been parts in the corner. Well, I, I mean, I, I got cats, but they're not mine. They're my, my wife and my kids. I, I just said, it's not my house anymore. You can have whatever you want. Yes. But I've been outside and I would turn around and the cat is standing like three feet behind me. And I'm like, oh my God, man. Imagine if I friggin' hit the cat. <laughs> oh I wouldn't, I'd have to go live somewhere else, man. I yes, you would. <laughs> well, so, and, and it, it's funny because, you know, that, you know, my wife, Got, I've got her swinging, swinging it now. It's you know, it's like we go outside the yard. It's like put the dogs in the house. Someone's going to get struck. So I've got her doing it. My, my daughter and my, my daughter and son-in-law will also join in ever so often. So everybody's actually doing it now. Oh no, uh, kidding! Yeah, and oh, I'm, that's uh, awesome. It is, and I actually have a, a corporate group that I train once a week, and they have an office dog, <laughs> and I'm constantly watching the dog. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay, so you. You hurt yourself doing what? Were you was this from being a firefighter? Twenty five years of physical abuse. Uh, a weird deal. I had a disc that slipped when I was on an airplane flight, and had a little surgery corrected. It never really healed up right. It, you know, the other discs have just deteriorated over time. My father had it. It's genetic. Okay. Uh, you, so, you just did something strange when you were on the yeah, flight. Like, was you, I was, you... I was, I was leaned into one side cause there was a rather large passenger next to me. I'm not a small guy. I'll, I'll, I'll admit, I'm, you know, so I was, I was leaning out into the aisleway for the whole flight. We hit some turbulence. Uh, it basically popped the disc out at L4, L5. My left leg went numb. Oh my God. Uh, so yeah, it was, wasn't exactly what I called a nice flight. Yeah. So, you know, a couple of weeks later, they went in there and turned the disc off and told me while they're in there, listen, you don't have a lot of disc left anywhere in, in your lumbar area. So, you know, they probably could have done more to, the first time to kind of stave the pain off, but they didn't. So I've dealt with it for a while. And I did retire because of it after 25 years of being a firefighter. Uh, but that's, you know, it's cool. I got, I got some time on my hands to work on being a steel mace coach and uh, work on building this business for myself which I'm excited about, but, uh, you know, they're going to go in there and they're going to fuse the tailbone L5 and L4 together, which my doctor and my PT guy both said, it's so low in my body that it's not going to affect my mobility. Oh, good. So I can, you know, after some time off, some good rehab and strengthen everything back up from getting cut, I should have zero deficit. Matter of fact, the biggest thing is the pain's going to go away. Right. So pain free is the goal. So right now you're dealing with, pain because yeah. you didn't get to the surgery and you you utilize this hot yoga room which i'm aware of hot yoga but i've never actually been inside what i don't even know what it looks like what does it, a hot yoga room look like it is nothing more than a hardwood floor and a wall of mirrors in most places it looks like a little kid's dance studio to get it be you know really just it's just a hardwood floor and a mirror and people bring their mats in there, whatever. Of course, I don't bring a mat in there with me unless I'm going to do some half kneeling work. But it's peaceful. The uh, you know, it's just nice. And the heat is amazing. You got a mirror, so you can actually watch your form. Obviously, I've scaled my weight back when I'm swinging due to the injury. So I'm actually moving a little deeper in my squat. Uh, my lunges are looking really tight because I can move without the weight. In the obviously, the heat's loosened everything up. So I'm. It's actually been really beneficial. 
So what's going on with the heat loosening you up? How is that happening? Is it is it because it's stimula- stimulating some blood flow and it's just... It is. Because you, you get an injury, what your muscles and your nerve endings are going to just wrap around that injury and protect it, right? Yeah, right. So heat will obviously bring more blood flow to the area and then in turn loosen that muscle group up. So I can go in there and stretch for about five minutes and get right into a workout and feel great. And what what does your workout look like? I still do a push day, a pull day, and a leg day. Okay. So, you know, on my push day, I'll go in there first, get in there and stretch out, do uh, probably 50 or 60 300s, usually single-handed, alternating hand, uh, get loose with some shoulder press, either, you know, Aaron style out, of the, out, out to an angle or put it behind my head and just get loose. Uh, you know, nothing, nothing really crazy. I, I won't put it down for about 30 minutes and I feel great. And then I can go out and hit a cable machine or something like that and kind of do some more of the aesthetics, you know, a little more body sculpting and shaping and can't because hell I'm an old man and I want a little vein. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we'll, you know, we'll, I'll still do some of that stuff. Uh, pull day. Say I'll do, I'll do like a lot of three hundreds or three sixties. I'll do some pullovers. I'll do just some alternating curls with the mace. I'll also do uh, supported rows and just hold the mace at different directions and just get that good get that good activation in my back. Uh, nothing really crazy, but just being in a hot environment, it, it's instantly looser. I feel better. I feel. I, I guess I'd say I feel stronger, but I'm not going to be crazy and pick up anything heavier. Yeah. Uh, and on leg day, it's very similar. You know, I'll go in there and stretch, and I'll hit a ton of squats. I'll do a swinging overhead. I'll do a 300, do a squat. Uh, I'll do some lunges. I'll do half uh, half kneeling 300s and 360s. I'll even do some torso rotations, half kneeling. Nothing extreme, but just to get loose. And then I can actually do a decent workout and, and call the day. How many squats are you doing? Probably about 30 to 40, maybe 50 when I'm, when I'm finished. Yeah, and you're doing what? Like uh, you're getting really deep into your squat, deep into I'm the hips, deep, and I'm also elevating my heels. Uh, that's one thing I learned that it actually feels better on my back to have my heels up a little bit. So I carry a two by four with me. Uh, I look, I look like an absolute freak walking into the, a fully loaded gym with a two by four and a steel mace. I know, yeah. <laughs> like a like a wrestler, right? You look yeah, like I you're feel like actual to... Jim Duggan with my two by four, <laughs> right? Right. So they've got blocks I can stand on too, but the two by four is more stable. Yeah, and they and they're so cool about it. I'm actually, one of the trainers like I got to play too. So I brought I brought a mate. I brought one of my other maces out of my truck with me, and he came in there and worked out with me. And he's like, "This is the craziest thing I've ever done. I'm going to hate you tomorrow." I said, "Perfect." <laughs> That's what I want to hear. And how did he feel the next day? He hated me. He was sore. He, oh, he was very sore. And he just I, people that normally in in a gym, and we've talked about this before. Everything's level. You line your toes up on that line. You, you put your hands on that bar where the notches are at. You know, you, you sit perfectly straight up and down or at a pretty incline. You don't do what you do in the real world. If you're out in your yard, you know, digging a trench for putting flower bed down or, you know, you're changing a light bulb on a ladder, you're not perfectly square. You're going to be stretched. You're going to be extended. The 25 years in the fire service, I never got a chance to search a room square i never got a chance to drag hose when i was prepared to it with a perfect stance yeah popping ceiling with a hook and were you ever standing in the right direction 
No, you were usually trying to make sure nothing was going to hit you in the head, so you're at an angle. Yeah. Obviously, the maces that you know we're you as a evolved humans we use leverage to our advantage now we're using leverage to our disadvantage to get stronger i love that that's such a good oh man that is i gotta remember that because yeah so now you're using it to your disadvantage so that when you have to use it to your advantage you're you're just more prepared for it your body's ready it's you know we've got that vestibular system that i probably butchered that term but is little kids Little kids have got great balance. You see them when they play, they actually do a perfect squat. They're playing on the ground. By the time we hit school age, we're stuck behind a desk. We're always sitting. We're always – then we go. Oh, and some some adults get desk jobs. It's even worse, right? Yeah. But they're the ones that fall down and break their hip at 50 years old because they have no balance. So if you do something like this and incorporate this into your daily, weekly workout, your body's going to be more prepared for the change in balance, for working off-center for doing things that we wouldn't do in the gym when everything's flat and pretty and clean and level. So it's a, it has definitely helped. You, you mentioned the vestibular system and uh, that's interesting because uh, one podcast back or two podcasts back is uh, my interview with heroic sport. Those guys are in Europe yeah, and they're working, they're, they're using Indian clubs and all that stuff. Uh, you know, Light, you know, they're not going yeah. like crazy heavy, like addict stuff. Not, not you know? competition heavy, but no, they're keeping their joints ready. Yeah, and they're they're like doing rehab and things. And they mentioned vestibular rehab and yeah. how helpful it's been. And and uh, they're getting such good positive feedback uh, compared to other forms of physical therapy, which you know some of it's junky. I mean, we all. I'm sure you you with your injuries, you've been. Yeah in rehab facilities and you're just like this guys you, you got me pulling on a string right now well, for 10 minutes and that's, and that's exactly right and i'll mention the guy's name and i'll mention his business if you don't mind okay. Louisville, kentucky linchpin performance dr david Dahl has been a godsend he's also a mace practitioner and indian club guy oh that's how i met him uh Tell him the come on the podcast okay i will uh but him and i work together a little bit and he is and he's the one that said don't rest yeah. you're gonna feel like crap if you rest and I said, okay, man, let's do this. So, and he uses an app. It's great. I don't have to go to him all the time. I can, you know, use the app. And if like maybe two, three weeks down the road, I feel like I've kind of hit a plateau. We'll meet up again. We'll change it. We'll add some weight. We'll add some more difficulty. And we roll on with it. So, yeah, he's uh, he's been awesome. I can't say enough good about him. So have you ever worked out with him? Oh, yeah. As a matter of fact, until the doctor finally said you've got a surgery coming, I was there about every two weeks, and we would we would go go through some work. We do some dry needling. Yeah. Uh, he'd do some like that active release therapy where he put the pressure point on so all the lactic acid came out of the muscle. Yeah, got super loose. Did great work. That's great, but, man. Yeah, he's he is awesome. Yeah, you know, I I kind of just I, I asked that because I picture. You know how it is. You you run into people every once in a while that know something about a mace or a club, and you're like, yeah. "Oh, hey, let's talk." And all of a sudden, yep. you're like your best friends. And oh yeah, like, I can see that happening with your doctor. Like, yeah, I, I you know I use clubs. Like, oh yeah, well I do too. Oh, <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. We we were you know just I hit he he hit me up on Instagram. And goes, oh, you do club work? Where are you at? You know, turned out we were three miles apart. Oh no way. Yeah. So nice. his office not too far from my house and. 
he's actually taken a different approach to PT. He put a rogue rack in there. Oh, really? So he, oh, yeah. He's got people doing squats, doing typical. What's up, everybody? Are you in the market for a new steel mace? Look no further than Adex Maces and Clubs. Go to adexclub.com, place your order, and have them delivered right to your house. Adjustable steel mace made right here in the United States. Real body work to make them stronger to prevent that next injury from happening. Yes, yeah, see that? You see that? That is so, yeah, he's of course probably making sure they use absolute perfect form and all that stuff. He does. To, yeah, he, yeah, he is he is a form he, he is a form practitioner. Yeah. You know, it might as well put the micrometer between your shoulders and your butt when he puts you up to have him squat them to make sure you're straight. I mean he's he is completely on point with what he's doing. Yeah, you know, I would I would be kind of I'm kind of talking out my ass right now, but it is my <laughs> podcast, so I'm allowed to, I guess. That's okay. But, uh, <laughs> I would think that him being your coach for form would be a little bit better than say going to a coach to gain strength and maybe go up in weight on your squat because you have two different goals there. Yes. And, and I, I'm not I I'm talking kind of out of my ass because no, I know you're not. I know they're professional. I know yeah. they're professional. But when you have a client that's like, no, I need to get stronger, you might you might not pay attention to the form as much because you're you got this other goal kind of pulling yeah. you away, right? So, so how many times have we seen somebody do a squat or a deadlift and wreck their body because they went too heavy and got sloppy? Right, but they got a trophy for it. Right. And then you don't do crap for six months to a year because you're you've wrecked your body. Right. Well, with with Dave, you're going to get stronger, but you're going to get stronger the right way. Yeah. And that is the one thing that even as a 46 year old male, I have to remind myself that I could get stronger, but I better do it right. Yeah. Because I've dealt with injuries. Now, and I've fixed injuries by doing it the right way. You know, shoulders have been a and I broke my neck as a teenager. Uh, didn't know it. Survived it. It was cool. Uh, but I've had shoulder problems all throughout, you know, most of my fire career. And when I picked up that mace four or five years ago and started swinging it, surprisingly, my shoulders got better. The numbness in my hand stopped when I was driving. The grinding stopped. Everything got strong around the socket and kept it from rubbing. And it is no, no shoulder issues ever since. And, and how did you hurt your shoulder? Who knows? I played football. I wrestled. I played baseball. I was a fireman. I mean, stuff okay. falls on me. We fall on it. Yeah. Uh, you know, we just – you wake up one day and go, great, I can't feel my hand. And that's kind of how that works. Now, doesn't Don from Addicts – doesn't – he talks about a doctor that he uses that also yes. – that also, like, he loves clubs and stuff, right? Yeah, he does. Yeah, Donnie loves it. And it, uh, apparently – and Donnie came into the clubs because of an injury. Right. Yeah, right. he was. Yeah, I think he was a crane operator or something, and just woke up one day and his his arm was done. Right. I don't. I don't exactly know how old Donnie is, but I want to look like him when I'm that age. Yeah, he's he's in great shape, man, and he's yeah. high energy and everything. And oh yeah. And uh, I, I I went down there to Florida to visit him not that long ago, and you know we met up for a while, and he's he just moves, man. He's just yeah. like you know he is free floating energy. Um. Yes, and, and and how does he train? He trains with Mason clubs, and yeah. he does go heavy. 
Oh yeah, but he's he's trained his body to do so. Yeah, and if you're injury free, there's nothing wrong with going heavy. I mean, I I would love nothing more than a year from now that he's swinging my Adex Mace at seventy pounds. Now uh, I know this is this is anecdotal or kind of a guess, but if you had started using a mace and clubs, say twenty years ago, um, how do you, how much more benefit throughout your career do you think that would have? Oh, I think let's let's even go back further. Let's start using clubs as a freshman in high school when yeah. I was wrestling and playing football and playing baseball. Think about how my balance would have been better, how my grip would have been better. I could have hit the fastball. I could have, you know, maybe at a hyper extension on the mat been able to move better to roll somebody over. There's so many things I could have done if I was practicing with those clubs. I mean, and you and we've all done this, going down that rabbit hole about the great Gama over in India. Yeah. Who, you know, uses nothing but clubs and a Sheena board and ate nothing but chicken and almonds and, you know, did all sorts of crazy stuff. But he was a beast. And he had been doing that since he was a kid. And those guys, I mean, and people that would follow that program and that protocol how to train are super athletes. You know, there's a lot of, you know, unfortunately, the aesthetics will catch your eye. But somebody that can perform will perform. Right. So now when you're in the hot room, the hot yoga room, and you're doing hot mace – Yes. <laughs> I don't know about calling it hot maze. Yeah, but... it, sounds, it sounds like it could be an adult film before it's over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll kind of – we'll try to figure another name out, but that's yeah. all we got for now. I'm not feeling very imaginative today. But uh, when you're in there and you're swinging – Let's go with Fahrenheit maze. We'll just go with that. Yes. I Very good. Fahrenheit yes. maze. So um, what's going on? Uh, are you sweating and, and is oh, your grip? Yeah. And it's, a, it's like one of those – weird therapeutic sweats it's not like i'm out in the sun working it you, it's like every pore of your body is the same temperature so it's coming at the same time you're you're feeling that just that's and of course there's, there's no humidity in there so you kind of sweat and it goes away really fast oh okay out now my, my my t-shirt will be soaked i could wring it out when i'm done but i don't feel like that slimy sitting outside in the sun sweat it just yeah. kind of goes away so is it affecting your grip the sweat. Not at all. I mean, and normally I could, and I'm, and I bring, I bring some chalk with me sometimes. Sometimes I don't, but normally I, I won't put it down for thirty minutes. Yeah, because I was I'll, just doing uh, a workout in the sun with my Adex. The other guy had a regular, regular Chinese yeah. bean with the knurling on it, and oh my god, the I was just dripping sweat, hot, humid day. I was purposely doing it in the sun just. Oh to, yeah. Just to toughen myself up because oh, I was yeah. always avoiding the sun when yeah. I worked out, and uh, I the 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 attics with the pommel was so wet and slimy it yeah. was slipping out of my hands. Yes, the pommel was going right through my hands. Oh yeah, it will. It's it is yeah that 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 finished metal will move. Yeah, they're great for sliders. Yes, I, right. I love that's one thing. Man. I love that thing for doing sliders. So, are you using an attics in the hot yoga room? Oh yeah. Uh, right. That's the one that that's the one that lives in my truck because I have it, li- it lives in a gun case with all the attachments. Yeah, uh, and then of course when I train with a couple weeks with people, I'll throw everything else in the bed of my truck, and they'll use the Chinese maces most of the time because I've got like eight of them. Right. Uh, and they'll you know then we do a don't put it down, and that's like one of and they've actually enjoyed it because this group one plays golf, one plays tennis, another one is a. Uh, hot yoga practitioner and does a whole bunch of like other you know 
body weight stuff. And in the eight months I've been working with them, their golf swing has gotten better. Their tennis swing has got more control. Uh, the hot yoga practitioner says she's never felt stronger in her life. Wow. And, yeah. Uh, the, and the other person in the room, she's always been a, just a general go to the gym, use the machines. And she says just the one day a week for the past eight months, complete difference in how she feels. One day a week for eight months. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think with yoga people, um, what, cause right before COVID hit, uh, I, I was running, a pretty good class at a yoga place. They were all yoga people. Yeah. I asked them all, I said, anybody here ever work with weights? And they're all like, no, no. Oh, hell no. That's <laughs> so I was like, well, you, you kind of are now, but let's not look at it that way. Yeah. Um, but they, they loved it. They loved because it was, you know, it was mostly like steel mace flow stuff. Yeah. Oh my God. They loved it. You know, and then COVID came and they, they just, that was it. They were gone. Never saw them again. So, and you know, and that was, it's kind of weird. It's finally coming back where I'm, I'm actually getting people. I've got, I've got two regular engagements every week. I've got the office and I've got a person that I'll train one or two times a week at their home. And it's been good. They've got a nice garage. They'll come to my place. My patio's decently sized where you can use my garage. And it's been great. Uh, I'd love to have at least, six to 10 more clients that would be regular and it, it would, it would make my day. I'd be, I'd be very happy with that. I don't want to, I don't want anything crazy and big. Uh, done a couple of good workshops. I did a workshop with all school teachers about a year ago and they were great. They've never, they did a whole bunch of like uh rugged maniac stuff together. And there's a gym here in town that trains solely to do the rugged maniac outdoor runs and stuff like that. And he brought me in just to do some leverage work with them. And they're like, this is crazy. We've never done anything like this. Like, you know, this is it's been around for 3,000 years, but, yeah. you know, it's it's not pretty. It's not commercialized. It is what it is. Yeah, well, people, uh, when they first encounter it, they think it's something new and it's a fad. Yeah. I've had so many people say, oh, what's this new workout fad? And I'm like, no, nah, it's, it's not, not a fad. It is not. And yeah. and really, um, I, I you know, I had Mark Wildman on – uh, a while ago and I asked him about you know what do you say to people who say it's bad for your shoulders and he's like listen you go you go into the museum you go down the hallway and there's there's stone where they cut into the stone pictures of men swinging maces yes you know and he's like it's it's like 4,000 years old or yeah. 3,000 years old like it's the oldest yeah. thing that it's it's older it, than the bible you know it's older yeah, well, than you know it, it was it's it's a it's basically a hammer without a sharp edge, no. or an axe without a sharp edge. And you know when they when they invent an armor and the guys would go into battle, they didn't want swords. They wanted the mace. The sword would stick in the metal. The mace would just blow the armor off the person, and then you could hit him again. Yeah. You know you weren't fighting to get your tool back. Yeah, and looking for those headshots, right? Right. You know the state of South Carolina, their speaker of the house has a mace. And it's been in the state of South Carolina for like 150 years. Oh, are you talking about like a like a royal mace, like a scepter? Yeah, it's a royal mace, and it sits in the state house. In where, like a, a, it's, a it's, glass case? It it is somewhere in the I guess the rotunda of the state house. My uh, and I I'm a horrible visitor of places. Uh, my wife's from South Carolina. We've been there probably 50 times in the past 25 years, and then a good friend of ours lives there, and she sent me a small one with the crystal head on it 
I guess they were giving them away one day at, at the state house. So, yeah, I'll send this to George. And it's it's a cool little story about it, but it was given to them by some royalty in England, huh. I guess, when they set up their statehood. And yeah, they they hold a mace. That is a ceremonial mace for when they have their uh, state house, uh, I guess, events. Yeah. I wonder where they keep it. Like, if it, they're just like, yeah, just put it in the closet over there. I bet you, I bet you it's in a heavily guarded case. Okay. Because yeah. somebody like me want to pick it up and swing it. Yeah. It's probably worth money, too. Oh, I guarantee it is. Probably millions or even priceless. But yeah. yeah, I would, I would like to hold it. Yeah. Yeah. Those are very like ordained. Uh, oh, they, yeah. They, no, they're they jeweled, gems. they're carved. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Not, yeah. It's definitely not something that <laughs> you want to, Train with or no, don't let some knucklehead pick it up. No, <laughs> right, yeah. But no, the mace has been around forever. And once and once people see me use it, they're like, "This makes sense." You yeah. put it in their hand, and they're like, "Oh, this really makes sense." All right. So, how do you get your workshops? How do you get your clients? Uh, I've I've reached out to a couple people that are running uh, independent gyms. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave, my PT guy, we're going to do a couple in the park systems here in town. We've got great parks here in Louisville. And they've got just great open green spaces, you know, and put it up online. Say, you know, this date we're going to, you know, from this point, this point, we're going to do a, a mace workshop, you know, and, and try to, and I would, and Dave's really good about trying to target people he wants to work with. So like, do you want to improve your balance? Do you want to improve your strength? Do you want to improve your grip? That's when you kind of get people going, Oh yeah, my balance sucks. What can I do to fix this? Or, you know, my kid plays baseball. Can I make his swing better? That's where you start getting people in, yeah. Uh, and that's the whole thing with the uh, the guy that trains for the rugged maniac marathons and stuff like that. Is he goes, My people have balance issues, they come to me to be better because they do have to run across the balance beam, they got to climb things, they have to, you know, run and, claw- and crawl over uneven terrain. And training off balance will obviously help you with that. All right, so how are, how are you training them off balance? What are you doing? Just holding that mace, swing it. Okay. You're not balanced. I mean, truthfully, yeah. when you're when you're standing upright and the weight goes over here and then it comes over here, over here, over here, you're truly not balanced. Your body's going, oh crap, I gotta straighten up. I gotta straighten up here. I gotta move here. I gotta move here. And I gotta compensate all the way across. So that's truly that my version of working unbalanced. Now yeah. we can do a half kneeling, which I'll I'll get them to do by the end of the session. I'll try to get them to do a half kneeling something, either a pullover, a swing, even just hold it and rotate with it just to let them feel that weight push on their one side of the body so the rest of their body's compensated for it. What about uh, one-legged stuff? Do you ever have them like, just hold the mace? Single leg deadlifts with a mace is great. Uh, that's the one thing that we do every session with my office group. So what do they like about that? Like, I mean, because you could do a one-legged deadlift with a kettlebell, with a dumbbell. Uh, is there something appealing about them like are they more in favor of holding a mace is there something going well, on they there? are and, and I, they are for one reason is we don't put it down we'll go from one movement to the next to the next to the next and they know that they've got that 10 pound tool okay and they know that if it's getting easy they're going to slide that weight out one more side or if you know they're feeling they're feeling kind of weak today but they want to keep going they'll they'll pull that weight in a little bit yeah you know a 10 pound mace one of those amazon 25 dollar runs from china i mean i don't like them compared to you know the adx but and i've got a room full of people i can get them in hands and they can do it and they're having a good time with it because that's the one thing is they all came in with a background in fitness somewhere nobody in that room has ever touched one. 
Boom. Right there. So it's interesting to them. It's interesting. Even if you got some guy that looks like he's done nothing but eat vitamins, say his prayers, and live in a gym, and you give that 10-pound mace to him, he's going to either be freaked out by it or completely love it because it's new. Yeah. So, yeah, and basically it, it is. I took, you know, I took a guy that plays tennis on the regular, a guy that plays golf on the regular, a regular a person that goes to a regular gym and a yoga practitioner and have them working together all about the same level doing the same thing. And some of them have some crazy have some, have some crazy injuries in their past. That they've overcome with this, you know, bad you know bad wrist issues, some you know shoulders, back, knees. But we've been able to kind of modify for them and help them, and they're all in. That's what you need. You need everybody to feel like, yeah, this is what I need to be doing. And that's the thing. I could go out and buy heavier maces, but I don't have to. We just change a little bit, right? You know. Good point right there. If you're like a starting coach and you're limited on cash to buy yeah. equipment, you just get 10-pound maces, and then instead of buying 15, 20, and keep going up. Yeah. So, you, yeah, you just you just have people use the mace differently, hold it differently. Now you could go from – like a, if you're doing like a mill, yeah. you could just drop your grip down the handle more, and it feels yeah. heavy. You, you exactly. You added like two pounds to it just by moving your hand. One of my favorite things to do with them is floor press. Oh, like yes. They either do a hip bridge or it's heels up. And they'll do a reverse grip. Then they'll do a traditional grip, flip the weight over, same deal. Right. And they're burning. I mean, they absolutely feel it. You can, and, and it's funny, I'll start, and, I, and I'm always, I always like to watch them. I'll look at forearms and hands and see the veins starting to pop or the nut or the white knuckle grip going. I'm like, okay, it's working. And that's where you want to see them. And that, yeah, I want to yeah. see. I want to see the you know the, the effort. And if they're and if it's if they're fighting a little bit, there's some effort going on there because it's still heavy. It's still a challenge. Yeah. When it does become a challenge, you gotta, okay, move that weight over a little bit, or let's uh, let's change let's change your balance point. Let's do this. Let's and just to keep them engaged and keep keep it new, because eventually you will get bored. That's why there's five or six different gym chains around because you may get bored at the purple one, then you go to the red one, and you know, <laughs> <laughs> then go to the yellow one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, you get bored. So if I can keep them engaged, and I do, I bring I bring some sandbags and kettlebells with me as well. But half of that class every day is mace work. Yeah. So uh, sandbags, like what what size sandbags are you giving your clients? I've got a thirty-five and a forty. And they're uh, fine with that, right? Yeah, because I mean, you know, and I call we do call it doing fat baby carries. You know, you just bear hug it, and they've got a nice long hallway that runs to their warehouse. Come back with it. Uh, I've got a bunch of rope, so they can do uh, hand over hand pulls, and they'll I'll have them do it on their belly. I'll have them half kneeling, standing, sitting uh, Native American style, uh, just pulling that back and forth, uh, doing all sorts of just different pulls with their body, and it's nothing too taxing. But it's enough to keep them engaged, keep them moving, and you know, and the heart, keep the heart rate up. And we'll do either a thirty and fifteen, or a forty-five and fifteen, or a sixty and twenty uh, intervals, and it just keeps it moving. So in sixty minutes' time, I get a ton of work out of these people. That's great. Yeah, yeah. you're you're um, compressing it down into something where people are moving. Yeah. And it's economizing their time. You don't need oh, yeah. a two-hour workout. It's the, it's their end of their work. It's the end of their work day. I go in at four o'clock. They know that 
four o'clock on Monday is their time to just get nasty and sweat. I like that. That's what employers should be doing. Letting their employees yeah. be done by four o'clock so they could get some healthy, beneficial yeah. exercise. If they don't want to work out, then let them just work till five. But hey, yeah. you want to you want to take care yeah. of your body, and maybe we could get a better deal on our our health insurance and bring the cost yeah. down. Yeah, go work out. Well, and know. I'll and I'll and I'll even say this: He's going to do my business cards and my t-shirts. It's Spectra Press and Promotion in Louisville, Kentucky. They're great friends. Uh, Love working with him. I've known the owner for a long time. But honestly, yeah, he takes care of his people. And it, it, this happened, well, after they had a trainer before COVID. And she rolled up and quit. So at the start of, at the beginning of this year, uh, we were talking. It, it had, actually, we were tailgating at a football game. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, you train all the time. You want to train us? I said, yeah, why not? When do you want to do it? So in a few weeks, we started. And it's been great. Uh, it's something new to them. And, you know, of course, they've never touched a steel mace or a club or anything like that. And it's it's been a, it's been fun for me to deal with people that have different levels of fitness and different goals. But to have them all working at the same time has been great. George, where do people get in touch with you? You're in Kentucky, so right. how do how do they get in touch with you to come and train with you and do some Fahrenheit mace and whatever it's, else you got? Hit me up on uh, Instagram at five hundred two steel mace. Uh, I'm on Facebook sometimes. It's just George Wiggins. Uh, but I, I like the Instagram contact better. It just it seems a little cleaner. Uh, but you can hit me up there, and uh, I'll call you. You can call me. You know, just just hit me on it. Just DM me on Instagram first. Actually, I'm also on Twitter at 502 Steel Mace. I don't use Twitter that much. Uh, I just read sports scores. So, uh, yeah, but hit me up, please. All I'd right, love to work with you. Where, uh, where exa- geographically – uh, is the best location for you geographically? Kentucky? Uh, yeah, Kentucky, Southern Indiana. Uh, we're right on the Ohio River, so Louisville's the big, the big hole right there on the side of the Ohio River in central, north central Kentucky. And then across the river, I've got Jeffersonville, Clarksville, New Albany, Indiana. And I would no problem traveling over there. I'll trap in any county that touches Jefferson County. It's not really that far. Uh, obviously, I may charge you some gas money, uh, but. You know, it's it's I'm very negotiable. And if you want to come to me, my house is right near the one of the uh, interstates. I have a full garage that's heated in the wintertime and I've got a patio that's wide open in the summer. If you want to come to me, I'll train with you there. I'll meet you at the park. Uh, we can do whatever. It's, All right. I mean, George, thank you once again. Yeah, uh, your information was great. I think a lot of people will be able to use it. I would and, never uh, call it scientific information, but it, it, it works for me. We're calling it scientific. We can do whatever we want. That's right. (laughs) All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. See you at the next one.